How we doing everybody? This is AJ Torres at Colin Strikes, courtesy of the Worst Take Network. And I got home and witnessed a miracle. I'm in upstate New York somewhere and the rain is coming down. I'm on a bus getting back to my home base and hoping that I get home and it doesn't take me two hours to get home because of this hurricane warning. And the radio is already telling me that a couple towns away, it's an absolute nightmare. Don't bother traveling. So I cross my fingers. I get home. I go to my garage. I turn the ball game. And there is a miracle on display. It is the finishing of the game, first game of the Padres and Mariners doubleheader. As soon as I turn down the ball game... It's the bottom of the seventh, two outs, and Austin Hedges is at the plate. And I'm thinking, this is supposed to be the Lord and Savior? What? So, I did some digging. On the top of the seventh, he was replaced for defense because of Torrens. Now, say what you want about that. But, Craig Stemming comes in, and essentially... Well, basically four runs later without a, a single out recorded. So, we have Pierce Johnson going in. Got a sacrifice fly, two strikeouts, and there it goes. So now, we have... Ty France striking out. We got Profar grounding out. And now here we go. And I'm thinking to myself, oh boy. Now, I'm just tuning in. I didn't go to my app, nothing. I'm thinking, well, I know where this is going. He gets hit right in the shoulder. And I'm like, whoa, look out, okay. And the next thing you know, I see Grish take a walk. And one of them was close. Like, there's this strike, uh, 96 miles an hour, I think. It was a couple inches down. And upon the umpire, that's a strike. Good take, and that's ball four. Okay, so now we're getting somewhere. Tatis is up, and I'm thinking, okay. Takes a walk as well. Now the bases are loaded, and I'm thinking to myself, this is Slam Diego. Hmm... What's going on here? Just single, lines it sharply. We got two runs that score. Hedges scores easily. Grish is fast enough. He scores. Tatis is at second. Manny's at first. We're still at two outs here, mind you. And then this is where things get sloppy. Uh, easily pass ball. Tatis at third. Manny the second. Wild pitch. Tatis scores. Manny to third. So now it's 7-6. to six. Mariners. And I'm thinking to myself, why hasn't this guy been pulled? Why wasn't there nobody warming up in the bullpen by then? Just something's... Come on, dude. Something's going on here. And then, Eric Hosmer's at the plate, and I see him hit the ball smack hard, and I'm like, oh no. I could tell by the angle that it was a ground ball, but it gets through first and second. 
It's lasered. So, we're now at a tie game. So now, finally there's a pitching change. Finally, the pitcher is out. And now we got a guy run for Rookie of the Year, Jake Cronenworth, a.k.a. CW, a.k.a. Cronin God, as some people call Jake the Raking. Jake the Rake, you know, a lot of nicknames for this guy, and I hope him well. He's been doing great. So there's another single between second and third. I believe that's where it was hit. Hosmer goes first to third which I have no idea what's going on with his diet or his body or anything else, but whatever is working for him, this new body, it's working. So now we got Will Myers. Will Myers and the Padre fans, it's a love-hate relationship. It's the same thing with John Carlos Stanton with the Yankees. You say you hate him, he hits a bomb, and we're like, we love you, big guy. Will Myers, it's kind of like the same thing. When you have the, at the time, the biggest contract in franchise history, there's a lot of pressure. But just remember, Preller's the one that decided to give all the big money to him towards the end of the contract, so blame the GM, not Will. Because if he was making, let's say, $10 million this year, you'd be like, eh, not bad. Okay, sure thing. And what happens? Second pitch, this guy rakes one. I'm like, wait, don't tell me. Don't tell me. And mind you, my mother's there. My father walks in. And I'm thinking to myself, this is crazy. Willpower destroys it to the steal. And it's a walk-off for game number one. Wow. I had myself a busy night after that, but I'm so glad I was able to witness that. That was just amazing. And Kikuchi wins it for that one, and Richard loses it for game two. Now, I have no idea what's going on with Garrett Richards. But we're going to have to figure it out soon. This is his second bad outing in a row. And I'm not saying call up Gore to take his spot. But you got to give Patino a start. Perdomo did pretty good yesterday. Three and a third, one hit allowed. And six strikeouts, no walks. How extendable is he? We don't know yet. But the Padres' bullpen, where has it been? This team does not have a great bullpen. They do not. And this whole thing about the bullpen day, I was talking with it with uh, Fr the guys at Friar Talk, and I'm just kind of going off of this is, well, essentially, right? When you are having a non-reliable bullpen, how do you go through with this? And who is making the moves to put these guys in? Is he giving is uh, Tangler giving everybody a chance? 
is everyone just kind of sort of making their rounds and trying to find what the rules are. I mean, I get it if it's a guy like Cronenworth and Mateo, the young catchers. That I mean, come on. There's three good catchers in the Padre organization that seem league ready. Okay, so there's no standard on how good offensively your catcher is. I understand that Hedges behind the plate in his framing is absolutely brilliant. It's brilliant. And a lot of pitchers love the guy behind the plate. But you got Torrens and you got Mejia who are still regarded as good prospects. It's just like your vacation time at work. You use it or lose it. So they got to find a decision of what to do with them. And I hate to say it, but take Hedges out from behind the plate. Give these guys some work. You got to establish trade value. You got to see what they can do. And as much as anyone begs to differ, if you hit once a week, it means nothing. Oh, well, we're having him uh, catch and hit a one time uh, on Sundays. Uh, it's like, okay, the ace is out there today. The, diff- the time zone difference here, and this is the rubber game, earlier game than usual. I mean, come on. You give him once a week to prepare himself and play ball when there's a top pitcher going out there. These guys need the proper time just like everybody else. Cage work. Routine, stretches, more experience. You don't gain experience unless you learn, unless you get in there. Do it the old-fashioned way. There's no cutting around it. There's no beating around the bush. You can't give them one pinch hit at bat here and there. And you can't do that now because of the DH. It's not like you're having them go in for a pitcher and being like, Ah, good luck, kid. It's not that anymore. There's a lot of uncertainty, and I said that. Let's see. But the one guy who I'm having high hopes for, and I was wondering where he was uh, the other day, Cal Quantrill hasn't pitched since the 23rd. I thought I would have seen him in the, uh, I thought I would have saw him in a doubleheader. But if we look at I'm not sure if it's because he's a starter and he's getting used to the bullpen. But if we go by the if we go by his game log. August 18th. That was the save August 18th. Pitch the next day. Um that's just an R third of an inning to get out of a jam. The 21st pitching inning and the 23rd pitched um one the third innings, and that was the game that I was very concerned because you got no Yates, you got no Pomerans, and Pagan, a lot of people don't trust as the closer. We got a long, long way to go here. But I think this guy right here, I know some might say I'm biased because of his dad. But this is a guy, let's see, 6'3", 195, at 25 years old. Now, how much muscle weight this guy has, I don't know. 
but he's a first round pick and I want to see what this guy can do there's so much talent going around and I'm not sure if the Padres know how to use it yet and if you don't want me to be bashful I will tell this just like I tell everyone if you want to prove me wrong if you want to do something if you want to shut me up change it and make it work it's that simple and if you shut me up I'll take my medicine with grace and I'll smile because well it's kind of what you want so go Friars salute to Cal Quantrill for Canada <laughs> he went to Stanford too but still and uh, I think that's it for this segment. Um, everybody stay safe, stay healthy. Love you all and take it easy. Later.